In the bulletin, in the front of our uh, bulletin, which we call the Proclaimer, there is a phrase underneath our address, and it says, regarding Garrett Street Church of Christ, where you can find simple, authentic faith. Simple, authentic faith. That's a phrase I have been using for a while. I don't know that it always is understood, but that is what I want to discuss, and it's why I want to go and spend this sermon and the next sermon on, these, on the concept of what is to be conveyed, what I hope to convey by this thought of simple, authentic faith. I believe Garrett Street Church of Christ is a place where you can find this, and I hope is this, as we discuss these concepts that are here, that you will say, yes, that is who we are, that is who we want to be, and if we are to be a church that is carrying the message of Christ and shining the light of Christ and being the salt of the earth, then this is who we must be, simple, authentic faith. I think it can often be misunderstood, though. And the first point in the outline before I get to our first passage is that simple, by saying simple, that we are not talking about a faith that is ignorant or uninformed faith, a belief in Jesus that we are just simpletons, that we are stupidly following some person in their Jesus' directions in some overly simple way. I'm not suggesting that, but I kind of like the thought of what many of us have heard as, as the KISS principle. Keep it super simple. A lot of times when you take things and you try and make it overly complex, then it just loses any significance or it loses its effect. We need to keep things simple in our faith. Not overly simple to where we are ignorant or uninformed and just going along with uh, something that is incorrect. But we do want to keep our faith simple, to have a simple faith. The gospel is a message that all, it's a simple message that all people can understand. So I want to start with the concept of what it means to be simple. The gospel is simple. The fact that we gather around this table and we take a, a piece of bread and eat it and a cup and drink it, and that is symbolic of our faith, the very simple act reminding us of Jesus and what he's done for us. At the core of our faith, the message is very simple. It's an easy message to understand. Jesus in Mark 16 verse 15 said to his apostles, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Preach the gospel. In this, in this command to go and preach to everybody is implied the, the, the thought that everybody can get it. Everyone can understand you know, not the, the smallest of children. They have to grow and learn. But we can get to the point where we understand the gospel. The message itself is simple. So when we think about our faith and our belief, 
We're believing in a simple message. Therefore, our faith should be very simple also. And the idea of faith and belief, they are one in the same. They go hand in hand. So the message is simple. And then also I want to add to this, the teachings of Christ are simple. Next point in the outline. The teachings of Christ are simple, for every commandment can be obeyed. As Jesus in Matthew chapter 28, verse number 20, he had told them to go into all the world, um, making disciples of all men, teaching, baptizing them, and teaching them to observe, Matthew 28, 20, teaching them to observe all that I commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. And again, Jesus told people to go and make disciples, go and take that simple message, and then they should be able to do what I've commanded them to do. There is nothing about the gospel that is so complex that you can't figure out and you cannot do it. The gospel is simple. The commandments of Christ are simple. They are doable. They're not so complex and difficult that you're like left wondering, well, I, you know, I've heard the gospel, but there's, I don't even understand it. I can't, and what I do understand, that's just too hard. You know, uh, there are probably some math things that are too hard for us, math problems. There are probably some, uh, uh, the process of building a bridge would be something too difficult for me unless it were to be made from toothpicks. I could maybe make a bridge from toothpicks. You know, there, there are some concepts and, and things in this life. You are probably an expert at something that other people couldn't do unless they really gave themselves over to it to figure it out. But the gospel, the commandments of Christ, it's something everyone can do. Don't ask me to climb a tree and trim out the top of it. I can't do that. That's complex. That's dangerous. But... When it comes to Christ and His commands and following Him, we can all do it. It's simple. Not always, in, <laughs> not always easy, but the understanding and knowing what we're to do is simple. Carrying it out takes some courage sometimes. Takes a little wisdom sometimes. But we can do it. He taught us all, He says, observe all that I've commanded, we can do it. It's simple. Just do it. All right, next, we move on to a simple faith in God is like a child's faith in a parent. Focusing on the simplicity, the simplicity of the message, the simplicity of the, the commands that we can all do it, and now we're going to focus on the simplicity of how we even think. In Matthew chapter 18, verses 1 through 4, here's one of the places where we understand what God is, what Jesus said we are to be like, what our faith is to be like. That time the disciples came to Jesus and said, Who then is greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And he called a child to himself. And set him before them and said, Truly I say to you, unless you are converted and become like children, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever then humbles himself as this child, he is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. 
So do you want to get into Christ's kingdom? You want to be a part of, of his rule and reign and do things the way he wants you to? You have to become like a child. And it is very specific in this passage talking about the child and becoming like a child, what it means. And it is the humility of a child. Humility. So what a, what a child is is not one who, who a, a parent tells him to do something or instructs him with something that the child says, no, I'm not going to do that, or no, that doesn't make sense. But a, especially a young child, right, Charity? Especially young children are good at this. Sometimes when they get older, not so good at this. But a young child is one who listens to their parents, who adores their parents who is ready to listen, who knows they don't have all the answers, who knows they rely upon the one who is giving them instruction. So we must be like that with our God. Our faith is a trust. It's looking to God as the one who knows everything and we are humbling ourselves before Him saying, whatever it is that you say to do, I'll do. Whatever you tell me is true, I'll believe it to be true. Humility is a simple faith that turns to God and just says this. I've got listed here in the notes, God said it, I believe it, that settles it. We have a trust and a faith in God like that. Probably many of you have heard that phrase. I grew up with it on the, on the refrigerator. And if we, mom had reminded me of this when we were talking not too long ago, a few weeks ago. God said it, I believe it, that settles it. We have a childlike faith. We trust in God. We believe Him. That's what it means to have a simple faith. We don't question God. We don't look at God's Word and say, this doesn't make sense and try and, try and change it. We just accept it. We believe it. We have a faith like a child. Moving on. Simple faith hears God's word and does it. And I think these two, all of these, all of these thoughts, they all go hand in hand, I think. But this is one that I think just gets to the core of who we are and who we need to be. In Matthew chapter 7, verse number 24, Jesus said, and this is at the end of a long sermon, the Sermon on the Mount. Therefore, whoever hears these words of mine and acts on them may be compared to a wise man who built his house on the rock. This is who we are. We are ones who hear God, hear His words, and then do His words. We hear and do. That's that simple faith like a child. God said it, I believe it, that settles it, and I don't just believe what He says, I act upon it. That is how we operate. That is who we are. That's what the definition of what it means to be a Christian. It's to follow Christ. Christ knew the words of the Father, and He acted upon them. Hear and do. That's the definition of belief. If you don't hear it and do it, then you really do not believe. 
You do not have faith. Faith listens to God and then does what God says. So that is who we are. And that's a simple, you hear the simplicity of the concepts that we're looking at or the concept. Simple faith is to hear God and to do what he says. Moving on, a simple faith tests man's word against God's word. The passage for this is Acts 17, 11. Now these, talking about the Bereans, the Bereans were more noble-minded than those in Thessalonica, for they received the word with great eagerness, examining the scriptures daily to see whether these things were so. So as we think about God's word and we trust God, we trust his word, we also acknowledge we come together and we talk about God's word and we get informed by others who are speaking to us and challenging us in God's word. But as someone stands before us and preaches about God's word and gives words about God's word, we test it according to scripture. We don't just listen to them and say, well, that's a preacher. I trust him. I believe him. No, we have God's word to test and to examine to see if what the guy up front or sitting amongst us is saying is true. A simple concept. We trust God. We have faith in him as a child. And whenever somebody else starts talking about God, we start to, we don't question God, but we start to question and say, well, I don't know if I'm going to believe what this person says. I'm going to test it. I'm going to compare it to God's word. God's word is truth, not the word of man. A simple faith tests man's word against God's word. God's word is the standard, not the standard, not the word of men. It's a simple concept. As we test man's word, it's we got to be very careful, very, very uh, thoughtful in how we do it. It's not always very apparent if someone is teaching an untruth. But the concept is simple. God's word is true, and we test other, the, the word of man against it. Next, we look at another concept which is so vital here. A simple faith does not add to or take away from the word of God. We don't add to the word of God. We don't take away from the word of God. We just trust the word of God. That's the faith like a child, a simple faith. Deuteronomy 4.2. So here we go to the very beginning of God's word. When his instructions are first given, God warned them and said, You shall not add to or take away from, or you, not, you shall, pardon me. You shall not add to the, the word which I am commanding you, nor take away from it that you may keep the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you. Don't add to the word. Don't take away from the word. Just trust the word. Deuteronomy 12.32, the statement is uh, given again. Whatever I command you, you shall be careful to do. You shall not add to nor take away from it. 
these concepts. This is who is a church of Christ. This is who we must be. People who look at God's word, we don't change it in any way. We don't add to it. We don't take away from it. We trust what it says. Going to the middle of the Bible, Proverbs 30, verses 5 and 6. Every word of God is tested. He is a shield to those who take refuge in Him. Do not add to His words, or He will reprove you, and you will be proved a liar. Don't add to God's word. What God says to do, you can trust it. It's been tested. Do what He says. Jesus said, whoever hears these words of mine and does them, it's like a man who built his house on the rock. That's what we do. We hear and do. Don't add to his words. Don't hear his words and say, okay, I'm going to do, but I'm also going to do something else. Let's just simply trust him. Revelation. 22, so we've looked at the beginning in the, in the Old Testament very early on it is stated don't add to or take away from. In the middle it says don't add to these words. And in Revelation the very last words that we have recorded in our scripture, some of the very, almost at the very, very, very end, just one more verse. 22, 18 through 19. I testify to everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If anyone adds to them, God will add to him the plagues which are written in this book. And if anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God will take away his part from the tree of life and the holy city which are written in this book. Don't add to, don't take away from the word of God. That's a simple concept. We need to be very careful to follow this simple concept. Next, stated another way, a simple faith does not go beyond what is written in God's word. 1 Corinthians 4, 6. Again, this is still that same concept, but just one more verse to add with it. Now these things, brethren, I have figuratively applied to myself and Apollos, Paul talking about the context of what he was dealing with. So that in us you may learn not to exceed what is written. So that none of you will become arrogant in behalf of one against the other. Don't go beyond what is written. A simple faith is a trust in God's word. That is, that is who we are. We, God's word says it. We're not going to add to it or take away from it. We're going to do what he says. Don't go beyond what is written. Next, a simple faith does not become arrogant against other believers, but imitates Paul as he imitated Christ. So here I want us to consider this this concept about, there's another passage that talks about um, that, that, uh, that knowledge puffs up. It's in this same book in 1 Corinthians. But in this, in this 1 Corinthians passage, the word puffed up is in there. At the very tail end of this, is, is, it's talking about don't go beyond what is written. 
so that none of you will become puffed up. None of you will get a big head, is what we would say, in behalf of one against another. Don't we, we don't think that we're smarter than anybody else. We don't think we have information that makes us better than anyone else. We simply trust God's word and follow it. We don't get arrogant and think, hey, I know something that you all don't know. We just stay humble as we follow God. Humble as a child. That is how we act and live. In 1 Corinthians chapter 4, um, Paul goes on to talk a lot about uh, who, what the situation was. And these people were having all kinds of issues and some thought they were smarter than even Paul. Paul, the one who taught them, and now they think they've got information, they're smarter than Paul. But he says, don't do that. Don't become arrogant. Simply trust in God. In verses 16 and 17, Paul says, Therefore I exhort you, be imitators of me. For this reason I have sent you Timothy, who is my beloved and faithful child in the Lord, and he will remind you, of my ways which are in Christ. Just as I teach everywhere in every church. So here's a simple simple command. Is Paul, hey, Paul was saying, I teach the same stuff everywhere. So follow it. And follow me because I follow Christ. This is who we are to be as followers of Jesus. That's a simple concept. And we focus on following him in such a way that we're not getting a puffed up head thinking we're following him or we know something that no, nobody else knows. So simple faith does not become arrogant. A simple faith as we move on, the next point in the outline, a simple faith accepts other believers and does not put stumbling blocks in their way. Don't put stumbling blocks in the way of others. So look at Matthew. This is the passage where Jesus was talking about having faith as a child. Whoever humbles himself like a child. Well, he goes on, he says, Whoever receives one such child in my name receives me. So hear that. First of all, we're to receive people who have accepted Christ and come to Christ. We should be accepting them and welcoming them. Not having a puffed up head. But whoever causes, continuing on, whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to stumble, it would be better for him to have a heavy millstone hung around his neck and to be drowned in the depth of the sea. Woe to the world because of its stumbling blocks. And now I will, you know, pay attention to this. Jesus says, woe to the world because of stumbling blocks. He is going to point out stumbling blocks. He is going to, uh, to call people into question and to challenge them if they are causing stumbling blocks. He says then, the last, he says, for it is inevitable that stumbling blocks come. But woe to the man through whom the stumbling block comes. A simple faith, it's going to acknowledge stumbling blocks and it's going to call out stumbling blocks. But we have to be able to Um, accept other believers and encourage them not to stumble. Especially when you think about false doctrine, we have to address false doctrine 
in a humble way. When we, when we think about so many false doctrines that are in the world, it's because people who haven't accepted a simple understanding of Scripture and says, it, uh, it, I'm not going to add to it or take away from it. I'm going to accept it for what it says. When they change it, when they think they have something uh, in their mind, that they have a knowledge that's better than everyone else, we have to challenge that. Denominationalism must be challenged. We can't just, we can accept other people who believe in Jesus, but we can't say it's okay to be in denominations. John 17, 20 through 21, Jesus, as he prays, he says, he, he wants all disciples, all the believers to be one so that the world can believe. If the world doesn't see a united church where we all believe the same thing and we don't divide ourselves against each other, which is what denominations do, they divide from the one true body of Christ. A simple concept is that we should all be one or else it's going to cause stumbling. People won't believe. We need to accept to have this simple faith, trusting in Jesus' words and not adding to it or taking away from it. The idea of a denomination is people have said, well, we believe specifically this and not this. That's drawing lines with God's word. It's, it's saying we, we know something that you don't. It's arrogance. We're right and you're wrong. We are the true way and you are false. That's arrogance. That's having a puffed up head to say that. We need to all be one in Christ. We're not going to agree perfectly on everything. But we can agree that Jesus wants us to be one. And if we're giving ourselves a different name, 1 Corinthians addresses this. We can't give ourselves different names. Just be a Christian. That's a simple concept. Just be a Christian. Don't cause stumbling blocks. Denominations cause stumbling blocks. And next, the simple faith acknowledges. So I've talked about everything about a simple faith. It's just really looking at God's word and doing it. Trusting it and doing it. But a simple faith also acknowledges that some scripture is difficult to understand. And we must continue to grow in the grace of God. And knowledge of Jesus Christ. 2 Peter 3.16. On down through 18 it says. And Peter's talking about Paul's writings. He says as also in all his letters. Speaking in them of these things. In which some things are hard to understand. Which the untaught and unstable distort. As they do also the rest of the scriptures. To their own destruction. You therefore beloved. Knowing this beforehand. Be on your guard. So that you are not carried away. By the error of unprincipled men. And fall from your own steadfastness. But grow in the grace and knowledge. Of our Lord Jesus Christ. Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be the glory both now. And to the day of eternity. Amen. So we believe. We hear God's word, and we do it. That is simple faith. That's our simple faith is we look to God's word and we study it. It's not always easy to understand. 
But the main message is simple. The core of it is simple. And the doing is simple. We're not always going to agree on everything because it is some things are hard to understand. It is difficult at times and it challenges us to keep growing, to keep searching. So we aren't just saying that we have simple faith and so we stop learning and stop growing. No, not at all. That would be an ignorant kind of faith. We're not ignorant. We challenge ourselves to grow. We challenge ourselves to learn. But above all, our simple faith says God is the one that we trust. And we look to his word and we do what he says. Hear it and do it. And a simple faith also leads people to Jesus because we're following Christ, living like Christ wants us to. Christ is seen in us. We speak like Christ. We live like Christ. We give like Christ. We worship God like He worshiped. We do things like Jesus. We live for Him. I want to challenge you today as you think about simple faith. Faith like a child that says, God's Word says it, I'm going to do it. Do you have that kind of faith that leads people to Jesus? And if you haven't made a step of faith and given your life to Christ, today is the day that you can give your life to Jesus and start living by faith and have the simple faith of God in your life. So I encourage you, if you need to respond today, if you need to give your life to Jesus, won't you please come? as we sing this song of encouragement.